So in terms of the future, we should probably take a second to talk about what's coming up next on this show. What are we going to be doing next? Because we have brought this arc, which I guess we're causing, calling the, the Cragden arc. The Ozark. Mm. <laughs> the Ozark. I, I do like, like Ozark. Yeah, I find <laughs> that funny. Um, uh, we're caught bringing that to a close. So the question is, what's going to happen next? So we decided uh, when we were thinking about the structure of this show and how we were going to do it and what games we wanted to play and who we wanted to have on that as much fun as it would be to have a super in-depth long campaign, you know, some some great D&D games can last for years. Um, We wanted to have something a little bit more bite-sized or at least, you know, a healthy regular portion of D&D. So we're going to try and stick to short arcs okay so a similar number of episodes to the Cragden arc that we've just had um and that's our plan for the near future uh that does mean that we're going to get the opportunity to shuffle cast members and we're also going to get the opportunity to shuffle uh dms as well because uh, i'm sure both of you at some point would be excited to to dm a game um for kobold and co uh, if Widget will uh, uh, sign off on the forms. Yeah, he hasn't got, go got back to me first. on that, actually. I, don't... I got an email that was... Ju- I think he just pressed random buttons on the keyboard, so... Oh, that would... I keep getting that letters back that are covered in crayon and embers. Oh, sorry, that that is me. That is oh, me. Oh, okay, cool. Just um, uh, yeah, so, Miles, are there, is there anything else that we need to mention about what we've got uh, coming up? Well, yeah, I, I, um, I guess the kind of thinking behind... Why are we going with short arcs? Sorry, I, I completely <laughs> forgot I was on the radio then and just ate a tiny little Whoa. bit of chocolate. Just come here for the the most casual show you can imagine, where the hosts are just stuffing their faces you with chocolate. For that chocolate just after we asked you a question. I was but like, this is this. We're really getting into it now. This is where we just we're just letting loose with the D and D with this, us us enjoying D and D. We're having you know, our chocolate. We wanted to create a show where you feel like you're at home with your friends and they're uh, eating a bunch of snacks. Nothing quite makes you feel at home. Than uh, a man in a hoodie stuffing his face with I should, chocolate. I should say I have laid out two bourbons in front of me and Lily that we now <laughs> can't really eat because we're on the radio. <laughs> so we're just staring at them as a reward yeah, to get through. It's a showdown day. right now. Um, sorry, Miles, but, um, you were saying. Yeah, no, the the thinking behind what we're doing, yeah. Uh, we A long campaign might be in the works down the line at some point. Uh, but as Will said, the, the kind of bite-sized format we like because it allows us to throw in uh, ideas at, at, a, at a pace of knots, a rate of knots even. And um, it means we can switch genres really easily. We can switch locations really easily. We can switch eras uh, really easily. And the thing linking this all together is going to be the Cobalt & Co. world, which as of yet is untitled. And that's because... We want to kind of build this world with the audience and with uh, everyone who's contributing to this show. So every player we have on and every DM we have on is fleshing out this world uh, a little bit more with their games. And short arcs allow us to cover more ground. So that's kind of, I think, uh, where we're going with that. Yeah, for sure. Any of that seems off, but yeah. I I love this idea of uh, collaborative world building. Um, Mm. And so that is a reminder to all of you wonderful, lovely listeners uh wherever and whenever you're listening to this 
that you can reach out to us at cobalt underscore co. Um, if you see Miles in the street, tap him on the shoulder. Give him a piece give of your mind. Chocolate. And then give him some ideas for a show. Um <laughs> And yeah, we'd love to. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the world. Well, to be honest, we'd love to hear your thoughts on anything. But uh, but because we are so interested in in generating this world slowly and revealing it bit by bit, any any thoughts that you guys do have would fall on eager ears. Yeah, can we have more ducks? Okay. Well, you know what? We'll we'll sideline that for a second. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, so so we yeah the plan is to to generate this world bit by bit. We've had a an episode already where we where Miles and I just just uh, worked through some ideas for um, the world, and we came up with this uh, vague idea of this world tree that that is kind of the represents the universe or the universe is uh, in this world. Um, and then I've also gone away and done typed up a little bit of stuff and thought about some extra uh, characters and and rules and laws and things of the the multiverse. Um, but um, we're always and and I'm sure when when we have another DM, um, we um, it, it'll be their job to take the torch and to to add a little bit to the world and develop it how they see fit and and is to suit the purpose of their story um and we can also find other interesting ways of generating more content in the world is this a good point to mention uh, what we're going to be doing next or um was there anything else that we should have mentioned about our future plans uh i think that's everything i mean we're going to be touching on different systems occasionally we might be playing some other types of games but that's the ethos behind where we're going is is collaborative world building if mm -hmm. you want to if you want to put a label on it and i do I yeah. Consider it. We want we want this to be organized. Do you guys remember those machines that are like tiny plastic little handheld things that had a oh. disc that you could spin with different letters on, and you'd oh, spin yeah. it to like the letter W, and you'd click it, and then I L L, and then you would go to the scissors bit and click it, and the label would come off. No. I remember that. That I labeled everything in the house mm -hmm. when I got one. Mm -hmm. Or when the house got one. I didn't get one. Like a... <laughs> Happy <laughs> birthday. The latest toy. <laughs> um, cool. Consider this collaborative world building. Um, yes. So we're going to do a little bit of collaborative world building today. Are you guys up for that? Are you guys interested Absolutely. in that? Absolutely. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, we are going to be uh, playing a sort of, I guess you could call it a game or just a world building activity to try and rapidly generate some ideas for um, for our world. And the way it's going to work is we're just going to take it in turn to come up with a little bit of history for the world. And that history can take different forms. We could um, we could mention a whole era. So you could just say, oh, um, there was an era of uh, this is where I'm going to come up with a terrible idea that's not going to be part of the history of the world. The era of bread, where everyone ate bread. Okay. It sounds pretty duck themed to it me. It does sound pretty <laughs> duck themed. Don't feed duck yeah, bread. Don't feed this, is your, this is your advertisement to <laughs> not public feed, notice yeah. to not feed ducks bread. Um, Get some bird seed. Get some oats. Don't feed ducks bread. Um, Thank you. <laughs> I feel like we should cut that out and have some beautiful music behind it and like make it a whole PSA. Um, 
Um, so that, yeah, you can have an era. And an era has a rough, uh, like a name and then a rough description of what was transpiring during that time. Uh, the name and the description might be the same thing. Uh, you could also come up with an event that happens in a specific era. So you might say in the bread era, there was the the great toasting where uh, <laughs> clerics set fire to a bunch of bread, hoping to destroy it. And they just made it taste even better. <laughs> and there was a huge revolt, maybe. Uh, maybe the revolt was another, another event. I don't know. And then the final thing is that we could have scenes. So if there is something very specific, very specific, a moment that you guys want to explore, maybe more emotionally, we can act it out. The time that the butter volcano erupted. Precisely, exactly. <laughs> what were the, and we could say, what were the villagers saying to each other as they watched the butter volcano uh, erupt? Oh, no, no. Oh. 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 Ah. Oh, oh, it's really hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, no! um, and we can explore some of the characters in this in this history. Uh, have I made that clear? Have I explained that? Have I explained that well enough? Yeah, I think so. I think I get it. As ever with our activities, if something comes up while we're doing it, we can either improv our way around it, uh, <laughs> or we can we can pause and ask questions. Um, perfect. We'll. Uh, shall we? I could start. So we've got our blank slate here. We we somewhat have a framework of. Um, we know that the universe exists on this tree of life, okay, mm -hmm. which is looked after by the great gardener god, um, Topiarius, and each of the branches is a universe, and each of the uh, fruits and twigs and leaves on that branch are celestial objects so for example a nice juicy red apple might be uh our planet okay which i actually don't think we've come up with a name for yet i can't remember if we came up with do we call it something like terror or something like that i, I think we remember. called it home or something like oh heim my gosh or something. sorry oh yeah heim yeah, yeah. <laughs> shoot for it i was like um it's earth <laughs> <laughs> Come okay, on, let's, let's table God that one. <laughs> I know it's late, but wow. <laughs> Guys, what I like the idea that oh, we're so yeah. casual about like the, the history of the human race. It was like, I don't know if we, we came up for a thing. <laughs> uh, Maybe, should we ask people about that? Because if not, we should definitely come up with something right now. Who do we email about that? <laughs> Did the civil service? Did, is that their job? The king? Know. Yeah. <laughs> um... Um, yeah, so, and we, so we exist on this planet Heim, uh, but we do know that there are these other universes, these other planes, if you like, um, which are accessible. And to steal a little bit from standard D&D um, abeatorial uh, world, um, these planes can be, can be like other universes like ours, or they can be things like the fire plane filled with fire and fire creatures and lava and things like that. Now, so you, there's a rich universe that we can explore and a rich possible history. Um, and I think there was only one other bit of history that we have nailed in, or at least that I really liked, so I'd like to keep, which was this idea that there was some battle that took place on Heim, on this planet. Um, and 
in order to slay this this kind of evil god um the all of the land masses on this planet were rammed together and that's what created a huge mountain peak um called i think they were called the gathered spires something along those lines gathered peaks gathered peaks but where where is your character from sal uh silverdale silverdale yeah yeah and i think yeah we had the idea that then there were these settlements in the mountains and i guess this is what you would call more recent history um compared to you know things like this battle of the gods um there were these settlements in the mountains so silverdale is one of them and then there were these uh mountain lords who uh took over these settlements and wanted to try and get more settlements under their control to kind of increase their power and influence um and so there's this ongoing uh campaign for the for the mountains to try and be the the single lord who runs all of the all of the um settlements in the mountains um and we also know that there's an archipelago away off uh, well, off of the island that is definitely explorable um as well so i think that's i think that's um our world caught up so i think i'd like to start by making an era and i think i want to have an era where i want to explore an era where people don't really know about magic don't really know about don't really have a good connection with their gods that's what i'm picturing so i'm i'm thinking i'm trying to think of a cool name for it um something like the dark ages um but the dark ages gives a sense that something has been lost which may be the case actually that's what might all be discover um mm-hmm. what about like the era the era of um disillusion oh quite like that um disillusion because like you're like not they're not enamored by their like um their gods their gods they that they've kind of somewhere along the line are you imagining that magic was previously yeah. known i like well i didn't really think about it but now i like this idea that because that's quite an interesting idea for why would a uh, uh, sort of group of living creatures refuse magic that's mm. that's a really interesting choice so I think um, I think I want an era where um, an era where um, yeah, so that that creatures gave up the era of disillusion. I like that. The era of disillusion. Yeah, and so the yeah. era of disillusion was where, for some reason we don't know yet, um, the all of the creatures on Heim on this planet refused their gods offerings of power and energy and um refused to practice magic um yes that's the era and i think i've picked an era where we don't have a lot of magic and things like that but uh but it should be interesting to explore the start and the end of that era and maybe significant events that happen kind of in inter person um Mm -hmm. in in that era cool uh can i can i nominate a scribe it can be me um, oh no, I'll scribe. I like yeah. I think we've got some flashcards just there. I also have some flashcards on this end, so everyone write down everyone crafty. write it down. Everyone <laughs> if, you're, if you're at home, write along. <laughs> <laughs> I mean if you're at home, absolutely have a go at playing this game as well. Oh, it's a very fun game. Even if you're not we- thinking of something specific like this world building. Yeah. We should say as well, this is based on a 
we're using a very very simplified and bastardized version of an actual game called microscope uh, mm-hmm. absolutely go and check it out you can buy it online you can buy the pdf i think um mm-hmm. uh, but yeah <laughs> we're not officially related to that but it's it's um it's a very good game it's inspired so. us yeah we have no affiliation <laughs> with anyone <laughs> each least other least of all ourselves <laughs> yeah but we're the most disloyal D podcast <laughs> yeah we do have to state periodically that we do work for widget and widget is in control of our working schedules and yeah. our content that we produce. All praise widget. Almighty widget. Uh, right, Miles. Praise do you do you want to uh, do you want to take your turn? So an era, an event, or a scene. And we've got about two minutes, so maybe <laughs> maybe don't do a scene. Maybe maybe keep it snappy, Miles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come on, Miles. Go, on, Miles. Stop vamping. <laughs> Uh, I will... Okay, I'm going to go with a scene. Uh, no, okay. Uh, I'm going to go with a another era to just get the kind mm-hmm. of timeline started. Um, so we've got the era of disillusionment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think that something must have caused the era of disillusionment. And before that, there'd be some sort of... Like before the Dark Ages, there'd be some sort of flourishing... Mm. Um, era of era of brilliance of some sort so uh i'm thinking the word radiant came to mind yeah um and era of i the first thing that came was area of the era of the radiant citadel but i think that's i think that's in a game or something i think i've stolen that Ah. just straight up stolen that (laughs) Uh, (laughs) you know at least you're honest about your thievery you know and we will call it coruscant This is a Star Wars podcast now. <laughs> um, I like that, but well, let's just riff on that then. Um, so, era of the Radiant Citadel, did you say? Yeah, because there's this common idea in in some mythologies, like uh, like Greek and Norse. I'm thinking of in particular, where the gods walk amongst people, essentially. Um, and I don't think that's in those mythologies. They don't eventually disappear they mm. they just that's just the way the gods are considered but i do like the idea that before the era of disillusionment the gods were uh tangibly like well in a location that you could locate them they're like they're over yeah. there and i do think uh, as well this does sound a little bit like it's leading to a battle between uh like the what do you call uh, the immortals and the immortals yeah, and that's yeah. how they got rid of the gods from the from the world. And there's some, and the, and the mortals won. That's quite a cool. Yeah, usually the gods win. Oh, right? I'm tingling. <laughs> this is the cool. idea that the mortals win is a really, and then it leaves them in this kind of hole. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's write down what your era was. Okay, let's call it the era of the Radiant Citadel. I'm going with it. Cool. When we could, <laughs> yeah, if if we get sued, we could easily change. Uh, I'm going to immediately throw right in there and say that I've just realized that the Radiant <laughs> Citadel is, of course, a very famous D&D module. So I won't be using <laughs> that name. I like um, how you were like, it just, it's come to me. I just had it's just, it's just come to me. It's hey, guys, I just had an idea. <laughs> I've got another era called Curse of Strahd. <laughs> I'm thinking there's a guy in it called the Lord of the Ring. He's like, he has a ring. No, get out of here he's, right he's now. he's really cool. It's the... <laughs> I thought I thought you were talking about a character from the Radiant Citadel. I was like, and there's a character called Lord of the Ring. I feel like they stole that. They stole that. <laughs> uh, so, so we should think of uh, what we want to call your era. And I really do want to riff on a name. I'm not putting a thumbtack in this. We are getting a name 
for this okay. era and it's gonna have alliteration i don't know maybe sibilance <laughs> uh it's got a rhyme maybe i've got to be happy with this name who who made Mortal you Radiance. widget the overlord <laughs> widget the overlord did um what do we think so like i like that radiance so radiance is a nice word i already I wrote it down miles i mean this is just ridiculous <laughs> the era the era of radiance the radiant era the coming of the- radiance Mortal, mortal radiance. Oh, I think if mortal we're having radiance. immortals and the immortals existing yeah. in the same space, should we put mortal, mortal radiance, the era of mortal radiance, for now? That'll do. Good uh, thing I was working in pencil, huh, Miles? I'm writing in pen. I have way more <laughs> confidence in my abilities than I should. <laughs> Maybe next time we should just employ a like a like a fantasy lawyer to just sit at the table with us. And just say, you're gonna ideas. get sued yeah <laughs> you can't uh, have that you can't have that you can't call him Gollum. <laughs> lord of the ring get out of here <laughs> now lord of the just ring take the s off the it's end. fine lord of the ring <laughs> drop the the just lord of the rings um uh cool okay so we've got Sorry, i thought you just didn't drop the the because i'm so used to people saying uh, lord of the Rings. lord of rings <laughs> Lord of Rings is like a whole different story. That's that's fine. Um, right, so we've got two eras. We've got the era of... Disillusion. Thank you. And the era of... The Mortal Radiance. Perfect. So, Lily, do you want to come up with a third era? Also, should we clarify, Mortal Radiance came before the era of Disillusion. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, Lily, do you want to come up with another era? Do you want to name an event that happened in one of those eras? Or do you want um, to, to investigate a scene? I don't know. Um, so much to choose from here. I was busy scribing, so... Um... Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Okay, so we had the era of the mortal radiance um, and then the era of disillusion. Um... This, is a, this is the same problem that we ran into when we did world building the first time, which is this is something that people spend hours and hours and hours thinking about. And we're like, quick, you've got five seconds. Uh, come up with a really important quick, part of the play history. Play game. <laughs> play the game. Um, is it error year and scene? What's the other one? Event. Event. Is oh, event. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Although I do, side note, I do want to come up with sometimes not necessarily today but come up with how old we think the world is so we can start placing like years on uh, absolutely on events okay. i would also say as well if you're at home and you are following along with this do get a piece of paper out if you can and write these eras down so so you can just so you can see what we're seeing i think mm-hmm. it's gonna i think it's gonna help it's quite cool seeing it in front of us actually and then if your roommate comes in it'll look like a part of a weird cult <laughs> which everyone wants <laughs> <laughs> All the cool kids are doing it. <laughs> you can thank us later. Um, okay, I would like to pick event. Sure. Um, and uh, I'm going to place it in the era of disillusion, and I'm going to place it at uh, the beginning of the era of disillusion. Not necessarily the first thing that happens, but just uh, one of the up there events. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm calling it um, the scourge. Ooh. Mm. Yep. Um, I know. I know. 
Um, so it's called The Scourge and it is essentially a, um, I don't know, a, a, a culling of, mm-hmm. of, of basically um, removing all magic scrolls or magic literature, anything art relating to magic, any like god emblems like all of that kind of thing like just gets removed um but publicly so Mm -hmm. of course you don't know whether people still have those Mm -hmm. those items oh right so some people might have secretly kept them do you mean yeah so they're removing them from you know but it's not like i'm not saying it's like a dictatorship i'm saying that the people themselves are getting rid of these things because they don't want them anymore. They don't mm. want the magic things. They don't want the um, statues. They don't want any of it, mm. right? But there are people that still retain it for themselves. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, so it kind of yeah, yeah. kind of loses its um, weight in society. Kind of yeah. just starts to dwindle. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's awesome. Did you call it the scourge? Yes, I did. <laughs> the scourge. The scourge. Makes me think of um, was it the Catholic Church that burnt books in Paris? Was it Paris or was it somewhere in Italy? Uh, or was it I in the know. UK? I don't know. I am not sure. I'll, I'll you know what? I'll Google it silently just... while we're <laughs> also on the uh, on the discussion point of uh, stealing things. I did steal the scourge, <laughs> but it's a I feel character. Like okay. It's a character from another yeah. book, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um perfect i think i'd like to come up with another scene and i think i want to explore this uh, era of mortal radiance and i think i want to have a scene uh, sorry i said also a scene uh, you did not do a scene you did an event i would like to do a scene from the end of the era of mortal radiance and I want to explore three sort of mortals, regular people, discussing um, a, a, an immortal person who is walking amongst them. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So I think to just flesh this out a little bit more, um, we are in some kind of a tavern. The world is fantastical at the moment because there's all this magic and all these deities walking around. But I think, should we pick one kind of maybe, uh, Miles, when you were thinking of this era, were you thinking of full-on gods walking around? Or do you mean like demigods? I was thinking of, well, both, to be honest. The gods yeah. were probably a bit more uh, like celebrities. Like yeah. you don't just run across them in the street. They've probably got a security detail, but they are part of the working society of the world. Whereas demigods are around yeah. and you don't know who's a demigod and who's not. Yeah. Like Blade Runner with replicants. I like. To, should we just try and quickly come up with a god slash demigod uh, for these guys to be talking about at the bar? Um, so we had some of the older gods were the gardener god, um, and then I think the gardener god is like maybe a tier above the kind of gods that were on Heim. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the creator. Yeah, god. exactly. Yeah. And maybe there were some others on that tier, which was kind of like you know light dark. 
um, good, evil. Uh, Primal forces. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and they're like space and time. Um, and so on like a tier below that, we're going to have gods of natural events, presumably. Gods of the natural world, I'm picturing. Um, does that sound feasible? Does that sound good with you guys and i guess they could they could go even lower in tiers like oh, you yeah. have gods of like really specific like a god of cups <laughs> ducks god of ducks the, the duck god why would that be a low tier no that god? would be the highest tier can i ask no no you said it why would that be a low tier god it's just <clears> that i don't william i don't see that doing a lot um <clears throat> Oh, it's the duck god. <laughs> it's angry. <laughs> We're feeling its wrath. <laughs> um, so let's pick. Yeah, I feel like the I don't know the fire god is probably quite an intense one. Um, maybe something more like um, mischief. Yeah. God of mischief. That's pranks, quite fun. like pranks specifically, rather than because mischief. I feel like like Loki's quite yeah. high, high up there, but maybe just like pranks. Oh, the god of one-liners. The god of. <laughs> hey, thanks for coming, everybody. It's Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> Why do they call it fall? I haven't fallen since last Tuesday. <laughs> Why do you fall so much? I'm old. <laughs> um, um, what are we do? Prank in Latin. <laughs> That's how clever we are. Ludo. It's called, it's Ludo. <laughs> Ludo. Yeah. That means prank. Uh, well, I think it, no it counts as game. Game, play, oh, okay. prank, sport, play. Oh, it makes sense that it's game, actually. Yeah. yeah. That seems better. Ludos. Well, I suppose something's lewd as well. It's a little bit inappropriate, right? Yeah. Go on then, Ludos. I like Ludos. 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 Okay. Yeah. God of games. Yeah, I'm worried that that means because Ludos would sound like uh, like Greek. So I just want to check that that's not something inappropriate in Greek. <laughs> if it is, oh we've we got to lean now. into it. <laughs> oh, it means Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I genuinely believed? <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> no, no, I think it is just a Latin word. I think that's fine. Yeah, Ludos. Um, okay, so we've got three uh, regular Joes in a bar. You guys, we can come up with our names as we go. Um, and we're talking about why you know, things that people there's unrest is stirring, and we're talking about why we're unhappy specifically with Ludos. All right, there's your ales. Thanks, man. Thanks. <laughs> <coughs> I thought <coughs> I heard a duck there for a second. Sorry about that. I just realised I picked a very similar voice to yours, so I had to change it a little bit. <laughs> That's okay. All right. Um, <laughs> Galahan and Parochia. All right. Oh my God, Parochia, you're old. <laughs> I can hear how old you are. Of course, we all live to be hundreds of years old at the moment because of all the magic in the land. Well, you know it is. Uh, I'm frankly getting sick of it. <laughs> it's not what it's not what mortal means, you know. No, our forefathers they. They strove to, to survive. They fought against the elements. Look at him. Look at him swanning in here. Oh. Which, which, who are you looking at? That, uh, that, uh, Ludo. 
Ludos. 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 Oh, he's not back again, is he? He keeps taking these fake forms, pretending to be other people. Swanning around. Last Tuesday. Yeah, we call it Tuesday. <laughs> Maybe we'll rewrite that later on. Uh, last Tuesday, I went on a date with uh, with a fella. He was really pleasant. We had a really good time. We That's went out good. to dinner. That's good. And uh, he nice. came back to mine. And that was when nice. he realised, when I realised, it was just Ludos oh, taking the piss out oh. of me. Oh, he done it again. I cried that night. Yeah. Happened to us all, mate. You know, just, I, I really don't like it because it's like he's, he's stepping out of his purview. He's a god of games, right? But these these immortals, they come around and they they, they, they just feel like they can be the god of anything. Yeah. I do feel like they think that we've got some kind of indentured, like we owe them something because of all the magic they've brought. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like we should be grateful. But we didn't have a choice. No. Last week... Parochia, Ludus. can I get you something? <laughs> <laughs> like a, like an a lozenge or something? No, what are you trying to say? Okay, no, go ahead. Well, go ahead with your story. <clears throat> Last week, uh, Ludos told me that I'd won the uh, village lottery. <gasps> Ran to the uh, village Shop. She doesn't have long left. <laughs> I really hope she gets to the end of this story. It feels like every and, breath uh, is your last breath. <laughs> and uh, went went round there like Charlie. I don't know why. No, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll have to reference Charlie the Chocolate Factory somewhere else in the history of. <laughs> went round there with my golden ticket because I know what that is. And, uh, Again, I had not won the uh, village lottery, and that has happened every week for the last ten years. So you keep going. <laughs> well, Wait, so you didn't win the lottery, <laughs> and you're blaming the gods? Well, it keeps telling me, it keeps telling me I've won, but I don't even buy a ticket. So. Parochia, uh... <laughs> can. <laughs> I think it, it may be your age is just getting to, you know, at this point. No, it's Ludos. It's Ludos. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Galahan. Um, yeah. Where do you stand on the, on the gods? Well, I like a gripe and a groan just as much as everyone else. <laughs> but, you know, if they if they weren't here, where would we be? Where would we be? Like, if, if, if the gods all vanished, you know, we wouldn't have, the, you know, all their dominions. Would, I don't know, would maybe vanish. I'd have won the lottery, I don't know. Well, he's, he's not the god of lottery. Well, I guess he is the god of lottery, actually. God of games, isn't he? It's kind of a game. Here's, here's my thought, though. What came first? The Dominions? Or the gods? Did you think I was going to say chicken and egg? <laughs> 100%. Yeah, that's a cool scene. That's a, that turned uh, interesting. I feel like what was her, did I, I forgot her name after I gave it to Perukia her. Perukia. Per, I think I was Perukia? going for like Perestroika, like um, the Angels in America play. Um, uh, they go like Pythagoras or something. Oh, Pythagoras! <laughs> <laughs> we should and absolutely have Pythagoras and Euclid hanging out. Um, she's an interesting character in her own right. 
So let's not forget <laughs> Parochia uh, and Galahad. <laughs> I like a grab and a groan. <laughs> well, where would we be, see? Well, we'd be without those gods, you know? Just ask yourself um, that. I quite liked that actually it was fairly mundane stuff that was troubling them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it wasn't the earth-shattering problems that a god might cause. It was, it was just like, I'm not winning the lottery. And but it, well, enough of that, like, and you yeah. would start to get very annoyed, wouldn't I you? I feel like somewhere That's else funny. in that tavern is three people having an extremely intellectual conversation about taking down the gods. Yeah. And we're there like, <laughs> yeah, uh, I won the lottery. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't book the ticket. Um... <laughs> But but Miles, you mentioned the idea of what would happen if we did get rid of the gods, right? Do you lose if you have the god of thunder and you kill him? Do you not, not have thunder? To get rid anymore? of thunder? <laughs> yeah. Um, which brings back, and I just a question that I don't know. Do, do, what, how how what is the common uh, assumption with mythology? Like, is thunder born at the same time that Thor was born? I don't, I well, there's there's I don't think there's any common. Um understanding of it i i from from what i know which is very little uh i i actually no i'm not gonna make a state i don't know <laughs> no I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna push you on this one miles how, that's how little i know <laughs> um but what do you but, mean but in terms of this world like mm. it's an interesting question that we could answer mm -hmm. i think the, the things that came out of that was dominion the word that we, we yeah pulled out of there like this idea that gods have a something they rule over um what, what were you gonna say lily no, I was just going to ask if you meant whether you meant Norse specific. Well, I, I was going for Norse just because that's uh, the off the top of my head one that I've heard of the different Norse gods. Um, if we're talking about Norse, then mm. I, when the gods die, that's that's Ragnarok. Like that's what it means—the end of all things. So mm. the gods die there, and it's basically the end of the world. So I guess, um, and and if we look at something like God of War, mm -hmm. which came out recently, I mean that's not. That's not Norse mythology. I'm not quoting that as a source for Norse <laughs> mythology. I just meant the idea they had in the earlier games was that, you know, when the gods of certain things die, that element still exists, but it just becomes untethered. Oh, so, like, I like When Poseidon dies, like, the oceans flood. Oh, flood God. the rest of the world. I've just had amazing visuals of, like, the era of disillusion where, like, volcanoes are just straight up erupting, like... 70 feet into the air i feel that's probably not that high for a volcano i don't know kilometers up into the air and like the night sky is just filled with like galaxies and lights and things like that and water like rages against the shore do you know what i mean i i, I that kind of fits with the whole gardener god thing because topiarius would have created the other gods in order mm. to assign them jobs oh yeah in the natural world yeah and so if they're charge is to like the the lightning god is to look after lightning and make sure it hits at the right places and never hits the same place twice uh, <laughs> is, <laughs> I need that's you his to whole sure job it never hits the same place twice just pick any other why place. what happens uh i, I to know what happens sneeze <laughs> oh that doesn't sound so bad <laughs> i have a thought yes uh, uh, an idea a Wow, I Hear me think of anything else. That... <laughs> I studied English, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, okay, I don't know whether I want this to be an error or an event. Um, 
maybe an event actually. So I'm thinking at the end of the era of mm -hmm. dissolution, because I really like your whole thing of like all of these things happening mm -hmm. and you know, like from not having the gods to control yeah. certain things. I want to create an event at the end of the era of dissolution called like the reclaimment or Ooh. something like that, right? Where some of the like the mortals start to um, reclaim the magic and like right? rise up as almost like god god like almost figures. yeah but there's almost like this cool. free access to magic if you get what i mean yeah so like um it's not so before it would have been like the gods like you know controlling everything then obviously they went through this period of being like oh i don't like it they get rid of it then they have all of these crazy events mm. these crazy weather events volcanoes like all of that and then eventually they learn to reclaim the magic. This is so cool. This also cool. gives rise to the different classes like warlock and, well, no, sorry, not warlock, like um, sorcerer and wizard. Um, and I guess bard as well, where they can like sort of inherently cast magic or they can cast magic through study. Do you know what I mean? Whereas mm. someone like a cleric or a druid get their magic through their deities or their their domains um actually no i suppose a, a, where does a where does a druid get their magic from just a druid nature does get them from from nature but if it's from their circle so i think the implication is it's coming from some sort of primal deity right right whereas like yeah you've got these wizards who learn they go we have to study how this works to be able to survive in this world that's so cool um i love it how long do you reckon i mean we don't have to write this down but how long do you reckon they went in this world with before they like do you reckon it's a very long time that it took these people to learn magic i and think over like generations they built up this knowledge i think in my mind it, it is generations because they went through this period of like the scourge getting rid of all of this stuff because they just didn't want it anymore and they had gone through this big uprising and then eventually you know generations later they figure out ways to control these um sort of like weather events that you were that you were talking about right mm. so like it's kind of something that was lost people mm -hmm. fi were finding these old magic scrolls in their like grandma's basement or something you know <laughs> <laughs> what's this <laughs> and there's but there is also that ornate feeling mm -hmm. the magic was there like it's not yeah. like a completely lost thing they just didn't know how to do it yeah i also think maybe when the gods were there they didn't share how to do the magic they just gave people certain powers so certain mortals were allowed access to magic but it was very controlled by the gods whereas in the, did you call it the reclaiming well i said the reclaimment but reclaiming i like the reclaimment okay um uh the reclaimment is about uh mortals actually for the first time being in control of the magic mm -hmm. do you know what i mean in my in my thinking in my when i was world building earlier before this show um i was thinking of magic as being like uh this kind of life energy that supports the tree right so as long as you nurture the tree the magic will nurture you that's the kind of idea and that uh, as well as there being 
um, well, so, and the idea of anything that springs off the tree is generated by magic. So if there's enough magic, you get a whole nother universe, which is when you have a branch. But then you have these pockets of magic. And sometimes you might just have a very small leaf, which is literally just a little bubble of magic. But sometimes there's enough magic there to support life growing around it. And actually, that's what all planets have at their core is like this sort of bubble of magic. Maybe not geographically at its core. I don't know. That would kind of be cool as well, though, if they had some kind of like fey realm in the center of the world or something like that. But um, that every that the gods don't bring the magic, <laughs> bring the heat. <laughs> um, they they just know how to access it. So but so when they leave, the magic is still there. It's just hidden and buried. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm. Almost like they're cast like it's i like the idea of it almost being a cyclical thing for the gods where they they start fresh on this planet Mm. on this tree Mm -hmm. and then i think they almost know that inevitably at some point they will be cast out and then they go to the next yeah (laughs) planet yeah yeah. oh Oh my gosh i like that like um what's the word Uh, like a virus like a which, what's the name of that movie that's really good where they all live in that person's house? That is so hard to, <laughs> to place. <laughs> where they all live in that person's house? <laughs> the Adams Family? Oh, Parasite. Oh. Yeah, Parasite. There yeah. We go. Oh, Parasite. Yeah. That's a very good movie. It's an incredible yeah. movie. <laughs> You're lucky I got that. Yeah. That was yeah. not easy. <laughs> that was a reach. Um, I love it. I love it. Miles, were you going to say something during that? Um, I, I, I think I was... It, sound, it sounds like the gods are like aliens in a way because that's the common trope in sci-fi is well I, I don't know if trope's the right word but that's quite a common thing in sci-fi is that there is this alien uh, kind of plague that is ravaging planets mm-hmm. and then we'll move on to the next planet when it's done mm-hmm. it's quite cool if we maybe I mean in something like Warhammer to go full nerd there's um, yeah. there's a, there's tyranids in that who are just basically um, these aliens that come and eat a planet and then move on to the next one but i quite like the idea that the gods are doing that but with like a a more conceptual basis like they're using up all the pranks and using up all the light or using up all the darkness in a certain planet and they move on to the next one once it's done and then the mortals are the first people who have fought back and yeah do you think that um the gods they're doing that to try and get more powerful to fight amongst themselves what do you think the motivation of the gods is? I feel like, to bring it back to the game, I, I actually have something that might link to that. I'm thinking if we had something before... Well, I'm thinking if we have an event in the era of mortal radiance, um, as we mm-hmm. call it. Which, actually, no, this might be an, this might be an earlier era, now I think about it. Um, Ooh. You could do an era and an event if you want to. Can I do an era? Can I do a double whammy? Yeah, go <laughs> double. It's called a double whammy. Yeah, it's called a double whammy. Unacceptable. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, the god spawn. I'm going to call the era. Oh. Um, which is. <laughs> <laughs> and then the event I'm thinking could be. Uh, god jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, less eloquent. Yeah, it's less cool. It's less cool. I'll give you that. But I'm sticking with the god jobs. Um, oh, it sounds kind of horrible, actually. Uh, <laughs> um, 
Good Jobs is like a like a Seth Rogen movie. <laughs> uh, I like the idea the gods all turned up to like a like a what's it what's it like a work. Um, oh my gosh! Uh, conference it's just like, like B movie. Where they stand at the little thing and they get given their jobs <laughs> for the rest oh, of their lives. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. The sorting. Yeah. Um, so hang on, I'm trying to piece through these uh, these these words. So we had the god spawn. The era. That's the era. The god spawn. And this is when the gods okay. are being created. Yeah. This is where the Topiarius created this this uh, this race of gods that that would. Look after the Come to look after the yeah primal forces and everything you know in between um and then and god jobs is topiar is giving these gods their roles is that what yeah. you were thinking yeah um so the gods get assigned mm. so it's almost as they're created they get given a, a realm or maybe i like the idea that you just made a load of them and they were all like faceless clay yeah, and then when he gave them their dominion, or when they gave them the dominion, uh, they kind of receive their appearance. Oh, I love it! Yeah, they take a form given by that dominion or shaped by it. Um, the idea that they're just a vessel that is filled by the power of the dominion, and that's what gives them their personality and their. I also think maybe there's space for them, because this is quite a common theme in all mythologies that the gods don't like each other. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and fight amongst each other in that if two gods fight let's say the god of water and the god of electricity um, or lightning I guess you call it uh, you end up with like a storm god because one t- takes the power of the other and combines their two dominions Do you know oh that's I mean? really cool they're like um, Digimon the Digimon do that oh I remember Digimon <laughs> what a throwback to Digimon do they do that you combine them and they get different powers i don't remember digimon well enough Um, i'm just butchering that and thinking of something else i go that's one of the first things i'm gonna do when we get off this show (laughs) am i allowed to turn this into a triple whammy i just thought of a scene please turn this into a triple whammy um okay if this isn't obnoxious i'm gonna suggest i play topiaris (laughs) (laughs) wow well, yeah, guys, I'm going to play the god I'm of the gods. I'm going to play the creator of all things. I don't know, I'm just yeah. feeling it you for myself. You guys should be mortals. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, but I, I do think one of us could play uh, Topiarius in this scene, which is two gods, two minor gods, or smaller gods, mm-hmm. not the not Topiarius, are getting given their jobs mm. uh, in the god jobs. <laughs> and <laughs> Hi, welcome to god jobs. <laughs> How can we be of assistance? Um, and the the for whatever reason, one of them is not happy about the job they've been given mm-hmm. and wants the other one. I like this. Remember when you're playing um, Topiarius that he needs to go, oh oh oh, green <laughs> giant. Does <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> the green giant go? Oh oh oh. You're you're getting sued. So I get that right. <laughs> I think it was bum bum bum. Oh, bum, bum, bum. yeah, because two <laughs> if I Santa, sing the whole thing, two is that... <laughs> um, I will be a, a, a tiny god. I will be a medium-sized god. Well, that's just ridiculous. I guess I am actually Topiaris. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So currently, we're two kind of like he's kind of shaped us out of earth and clay, out of peat, uh, as in a bog, not a person. 
Um, I am the great god, Pete. Pete. (laughs) (laughs) How were things? (laughs) Um, He's the god of checking in on your friends. Yeah. Aww. Aww. Making sure they get home safe. Yeah. That's Um, really wholesome. um, I wouldn't mind being Pete. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so you just shaped us. Uh, Action! (laughs) My children. Step forth, and you shall be given your god jobs. <laughs> <laughs> me, yes, I want a god job. Mm, me, pick me. You Hello. there, Craven? <laughs> Craven, yes, me, yes, father. Welcome. I will be your best child. Step up to the podium, Craven. Ooh. Oh, Christ. And you there. The Hello. one who's gagging at Craven at the sight of this disgusting cra- I'm joking, Craven. <laughs> we all know it's true, Craven. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. For goodness sake, your uh, name is Craven. Yes, father. You there. Uh, Fluvius. Yes. I name you Fluvius. <laughs> Thank you. Fluvius is my name. Fluvius is your name for now and evermore. Thank you, father. Now, you two, I shall be giving you your jobs. Yes. Your god jobs. Please, Father. Fluvius, I grant unto you the realms of whirlpools. Every ocean on this planet, you shall guard the chaos that lies at their heart. When one current frays with another, you will command them. You will command them in their eternal toil. Yes, Father. I will take this power. Wow! Father, Father, please tell me what is my domain. Ah, yes, Craven. Hmm. Unto you, Craven, I grant you the domain of the small pieces of lint you find in your pocket. (laughs) Father? Oh, wow, Craven. I grant this power upon you. Wait, 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 wait. That's amazing. When a mortal reaches into their pocket and finds nothing but wool and the discarded remnants of whatever was there before, you shall be part of that. uh, Father. um, That's amazing, Craven. I know that I'm like the weird one. And that my sister is, is much more... <laughs> Who said that you were weird? Professional than me? crazy. But I was kind of hoping for something a little bit bigger. Bigger? I think Lint is really big, Craven. I mean, I've got, you know, the ocean. It's just that no, but... one's, no one's got death yet. You... <laughs> oh, Craven. You wanted death? Yeah. You think I'm gonna? You think I'm just gonna hand death out? I could. Ha- I could handle death. Do you realize so how shitty. important death is as a domain? Y- yeah. You you realize that, right? That's why I'd be good at it. Okay, give me three reasons why you'd be good at death. Go. Uh, I would like to kill. <laughs> okay, I, not a great start. <laughs> I uh, lost a, a puppy once. He didn't lose it. He. Yeah, I made a puppy out of thin air. That's what I'd be... And then also, 
I think it would be a good thing for me in my life career. Okay, Craven. As much as I love all of my children, I'm going to break down those reasons. The first one, death death kills on a very strict time period, right? He, he kills, death will kill, they will kill when, uh, when things have reached the end of their life. That is the, the only rule. Number two, I don't understand how that relates to anything. Number three, that's not even a reason. So look, look, I'm, maybe I'm being too harsh on you, Craven. Listen, every mortal will have something in their pocket, and that means every mortal will have to take things out of their pocket. And inevitably, things will be left in their pocket that they didn't mean to leave there. Do you know what that's I'm going to do? That's quite a big job. Do you know what I'm going to do? Mm -hmm. You can't stop me. I'm going to place tissues in people's pockets just before they wash their clothes. And then when they take their clothes out of the dryer, there'll be loads of tiny bits of tissue that will be in their pocket, and then everything they put in their pocket will also have tiny bits of tissue on it. Father can See? absolutely stop you. No, he, he can. can no, he can't. Even I could. <laughs> oh, if I, I run away, there's nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> We're in an infinite realm of possibility. <laughs> I will be the Go god forth. of Lind, Father. <laughs> Go forth, children. Do my bidding. Completely equal jobs completely equal waiting. And I like the idea that they were the first two jobs assigned, <laughs> Whirlpools <laughs> and Lint. And then he's like, okay, let me walk you through this. I'm going to come up with this thing called mortals. And then there's gonna be, they're going to have clothes. But they're not going to have clothes for like a few thousand years. So yeah. you can sit tight. <laughs> wow, yeah, you weren't even giving him a straight up job. <laughs> um, How does that feel, Craven? Let's unpack that, you know? How, your father doesn't have confidence in you with this whole lint thing. This is a whole. This this will kickstart a whole. Like I think Craven. Um, uh, first of all, it should be a real character. As should. Um, uh, what was your name? Uh, Fluvius. Which, Fluvius. by the way, means river in Latin. Hell did, yeah! Did you do that on purpose? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's wrong. It's genius. <laughs> did whirlpools? Yeah. Um, and. Um, uh, yeah, I think that, that that would absolutely... I mean, obviously, that was a bit of a silly scene, but I think it's there's a hint of truth in it in that it could kickstart Craven not enjoying his role, right? That Craven might get given something Oh, do you like. think that Craven could actually spark some unrest amongst mortals because <gasps> he's bored of what he's doing? So, like... I like that. Yeah, just sowing the... The seeds of doubt, considering he's passed from pocket to pocket. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. It's actually quite a powerful thing. Yeah. You'd be in everyone's pocket at any time. You'd have access to everyone's pocket. You'd oh, have all sorts man. of like, junk. Yeah. See, I'm a, I'm a chump over here thinking I've got the whole <laughs> ocean. This guy's in everyone's pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hang on. Yeah, he's in everyone's pocket. Everyone can order him around. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Am I also in your pocket? Yes. Uh, the ocean doesn't have pockets. Okay. Yeah. Um, so gods don't have pockets. There was the Godspawn, which was this era, I, which I guess is an era of um, Topiarius sort of uh, realizing he can't look after the 
uh, tree just by themselves. And so they make this team of, of gods to help. Uh, and w- in handing out the, the roles, the responsibilities to some of the gods, some were very pleased and some were not because by the very nature of having different jobs, some of them were more important than others. Um, and I think mm. at that point in the universe, there wasn't even any sense of like, Ah, oh, but we're all just here to live our lives. You know, they were all like, this is the only thing in the universe is how important the jobs are. And I've got a bad one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe this there's... is going to define. Sorry, yeah. you go. No, just maybe there's there's a certain, you know, how much you want to be um, in with Topiar. Topiar? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, um, like butter him up, do you mean? Well, butter him up, but like gain his approval. Sure. Constantly seeking to gain the approval. Yeah. Not yeah. not every god, but you know some, some of them. them would. Yeah. Um, I'm picturing as well. I don't want. I'm too hesitant to make it into a scene or an event. Uh, the gods like revolting against Topiarius. Oh Ooh. yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. Cool. 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 Okay. I'm letting my mind run away with me now. Um, right, so we've had this, this Godsborn um, scene, or God, God Jobs scene. Um, chapter two, God Jobs. <laughs> How to get the best out of your God, God job. job. Ask, Craven. <laughs> ask for more money at your God Job. Um, Finding happiness in your God Job. Do you know Finding your them. rights? <laughs> <laughs> um, you have none. Um... Perfect. Okay, so we've got this sense of the gods being created, and then we know that they uh, are assigned roles. Almost uh, some of them might be roles that exist on multiple planes. Some of them might be very specific to the mortals, um, or or to like one world, for example. Um, and then we know that they arrive, and for a while. Yeah, I, I reckon initially, actually, they probably didn't. They probably left Heim alone. And then they were going through planet by planet. And they basically realized that instead of looking after the resources, that they could almost feed off the magic there and grow stronger and ignore their roles. And I guess some of them didn't want to do their roles in the first place. So it was quite easy to ignore them. And um Yeah. I was just going to say, that makes sense why they called it, like, home. Because they see it as, like, a holiday resort. They go there. Yeah. They're, they're sorting out the rest of the tree all the time. And that's, for some whatever reason, Heim is, like, the ne- this nexus of possibility where they can all go and just chill out and they don't have to do anything. Yeah. Um, um, and that's where their decadence comes from. I don't mean to be overdramatic, but this is awesome. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're really onto something. So, yeah, so they have... And then do you think on Heim that there is a geographic location like a Mount Olympus? Yeah, I was going to mention this earlier, like some sort of... Um, I, I like... Well, because they're so diffuse, I guess the the, the gods, I mean, mm. uh, because there's so many of them, mm-hmm. I, I was picturing quite a lot, like yeah. hundreds and hundreds of thousands. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. if one god is for lint, then I'm going <laughs> to go ahead and say there's quite a lot. <laughs> I, I guess the question as well is, is he the god of lint or the god of lint at the bottom of people's pockets? That's what I got, yeah. It's like yeah, another yeah. god of lint that does the lint in the <laughs> Like on people's room. shoulders. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, Craven, Craven. I want it. No. Hoover it up. <sighs> Craven does. I just, why did dad put us together? 
um um what was i where was i going with that um but yeah if they're so diffuse mm. uh mm. one meeting place would need to be huge huge like a city of gods of some sort y- yeah um where was i where was i going with that nope i had a thought i had i've, I've had hundreds of thousands of thoughts coming in in my head in and out of my head during this <laughs> conversation it's just been relentless um yeah so the gods have this this place that they call heim where they sort of uh live or retreat to and they're going to have some kind of location um some kind of city of the gods that they walk around and coexist in um oh yes that was it and then i thought an event could be and i don't know if i'm using the right word here but like the sundering of the citadel or something like that oh like the city gets destroyed yeah is that sundering something sundering works yeah Yeah. uh i was just trying to come up with epic fantasy words um yeah yeah well that we absolutely can't steal (laughs) We can't use that. That's no. Warcraft. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's well, it's also a critical role. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, Alexandria Cataclysm, right? Oh, fair. fair. Yeah. Um, sorry, where does that sit? Right. So this this event, do you mean? Yeah. Sorry, I didn't this know if I be... I blanked out for a second. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. There's been a lot of intense uh, god stuff going on. Uh, this We've would been be creating the universe <laughs> at the at the. <laughs> I just blanked out there. Ooh, sorry, guys. <laughs> um, Did you guys get that in the minutes? <laughs> um, at the end of the era of radiance of no, the mortal. What do we call the it? Mortal radiance. Mortal. Yes. Yeah, at the end of that era, before the era use of dissolution. Proper names. The era of mortal radiance. Thank you. There's the. Just for the minutes later, that's easier. The actually, I want to do. I don't want to do. Uh, I don't want to use an ing word. I want to call it the. Um, the, what, what should we call the, where the gods live? Um, Heim falls, long live Heim. Heim falls, long live Heim. I like that. Is that the event name? Yeah. It's a bit of a garbled event name. Is that... What a- is... H-E-I-M? Is that what you're going for? No. Oh. Yeah. But I did need to know that. Okay. Um, For the minutes. Um, <laughs> where, where does that sit in the era? At the very end, I think. The very end. Of the, of the mortal radiance. So I was just thinking about what I was going to say. So could you spell that again? H-E-I-M. H- well, maybe not the very end, but like one of the last yeah. events in the era, right? It's part of this war. And I think the war has been ongoing. Yeah. But yeah. the turning point was this city of gods on Heim falls. And... Um, And that's when slowly they start to get eradicated by these armies of, of. I'm hesitant to call it like man or person because I'm still thinking there were loads of magical races at this point, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Diffuse Just mortals, um, really. Mortals, yeah, mortals. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. To fit with the D and D kind of. Well, so I yeah. think in this event, yeah, the city, and I guess we could picture the city as as an actual city. Um somewhere sort of i'm picturing very much mount olympus like uh golden and brass floors and harps playing everywhere and uh absolutely ripped gods just walking around (laughs) 
Okay, whatever stunning. you want to see. Uh, and um, uh, yeah, and then it's all sort of wrought. Oh my gosh, maybe there's some kind of weapon that they, that is used, like a Death Star. Um, so yeah, so the this this city citadel, if you will, uh, is attacked, and the mortals have one weapon that gave them this this ability to destroy this this home that the gods had. Um, and that was the turning point in the battle, I think. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Could it be one of the other gods? Craven is back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. What do you mean a more powerful Lint, god? Lint boy. Is <laughs> it a bird? Is it a plane? It's Lint boy. What's that in my pocket? <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, Lint boy. <laughs> um, do you mean like a very powerful god? I mean, yeah, to some extent, to be able to um, skew the, mm. you know, Turning because it's, it's, yeah, there's, there's clearly the gods are more um, powerful in this situation. Like, they have been able to retain power this long. Yeah. So I feel like they need something to balance. Yeah. I think there's two things I think that might balance it out. I think one, absolutely, I think the mortal should have access to some kind of godlike power, mm-hmm. right? So whether that's a god that's just on their side, or that like they like trick a god or like kill a god and access the, its power. Yeah, oh, it's gonna be craven, isn't it? It's gonna be craven. <laughs> um, alternatively, I think the one advantage that the mortals will have over the gods is the gods would never think that something like this would be possible. So they do yes. not plan for it at all. Yes, I like that. Um, they they very much um, don't think much of the of the mortals. Yeah, absolutely. They don't. They don't they're not kind of yeah. And mm, also, the yeah. gods are only thinking about their personal um, advancement. So whereas the mortals are gathering together to take down mm-hmm. the gods, the the gods whilst they're they're fighting these people off, they're still only thinking about. What what's going to happen to them? What's it called? Like factionalism? Is that what it's called? Not sure. Yeah, yeah. Or I suppose not even factions if they're just looking after their own interests. Yeah, just like they all. But yeah, I I I do like this idea that the humans, or sorry, the the mortals' main advantage is just their numbers. Like Mm -hmm. (laughs) there's there's so Mm -hmm. many more of. I mean, there's a few thousand gods, right? Mm -hmm. But there's millions and millions of humans uh, of mortals that are dotted around the. Yeah various like, realms and, and planets and yeah and i like the yeah. idea of like thinking about greek gods and um mm-hmm. look there's a lot of literature about you know i don't know greek gods getting bored and creating a mm. plague like there's yeah <laughs> there's a lot to be said about having that much power and feeling like no no one could touch you mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden the mortals revolt back i'm also picturing in a less classy note uh in the prequels of Star Wars, in episode three, when they execute Order 66, and you get this montage of all these clone soldiers turning on their, uh, on their, I'm getting, I'm getting a, a shake of the head from Lily here. Um, so <laughs> There's a lot of Star Wars it, today. <laughs> the, the army basically had a secret code word that would mean they would turn on their, like, commanders. So it's like a coordinated attack on the gods. Yeah. So, like, That's cool. the idea that suddenly... Like, all of the gods are spread out... Well, some gods are spread out over the planet. 
and suddenly all of the humans around or the the mortals around them turn turn on them do you know what i mean and it all happens at the same time oh i like that do you want that. that to be an event like oh it could be coordinated between the realms as well like the realms of fire the the fey realm the oh, yeah. fell they're all it's the it's the only time in the history of the universe that all these realms have actually united together under one cause and it was to get rid of the gods it, that could be called like the unification or the Ooh. the concord the concord the, the great agreement <laughs> the great, the well contract. agreed contract the alliance <laughs> um multiversal concord mortal, concord of the ancients mortal alliance mortal, mortal alliance mortal concord mortal mortal combat like mortal alliance i think i'm leaning towards mortal alliance is cool um what would that moment be called the turning point um the what would you what would you call a moment that happens um picturing like interstellar like the idea of something trans the transcendation transcendent transcendence um or the what's the opposite of transcendence because that's when you become something more to google <laughs> to google we go opposite of transcendence whatever i'm saying whatever this says i want to use it transcendence 100 100 pounds this is brilliant this is genius imminence imminence like the great imminence i feel like if someone's uh, like a professor out there they're probably like oh my god <laughs> that's not what imminence means <laughs> um the awakening the we, guys we have one minute to come up with a great name oh, for this. God. Uh, <laughs> the 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 turning the um the great turning the overturning the overcoming the u-turn <laughs> <laughs> the u-turn uh synonym for turning <laughs> quick <laughs> Turning. oh my gosh this is like high stakes this is would be a great way to end the episode though it's high stakes the mortal alliance that's the I event i do like right? i do like the acclamation that's quite good um what about reverso <laughs> <laughs> i think let's put down mortal alliance for now yeah, let's stick um, with that. The mortal alliance. So that the, that is when we can discover it later, we can explore it later. This idea that at some point in history, all mortal beings from all realms join together to overthrow the race of gods. Chica chica. And that is a perfect place to end tonight's episode of Cobalt and Co. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.